My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. Not too long after Alma the Younger is made chief judge over the Nephites, there's a group of people led by a man named Amlesi that decide they want to go back to having a king. No more of this judge stuff. So the people vote on it, and they vote to keep the judges. And Amlesi throws a fit. He takes the people that follow him, and they join forces with the Lamanites. There's a huge battle. Amlesi is killed. Alma is wounded. And the Nephites win. Then, not many days later, the Lamanites send another army. It's recorded that the death toll from these two battles is so high that they didn't even count. But it does say that tens of thousands were killed, including women and children. So this all happens in the fifth year of the judges. And in the sixth year, they are still suffering. People are mourning the loss of those they knew. Flocks and animals had been killed and crops had been completely destroyed. Life was not magically better the next year because they had beaten the Lamanites and beaten Amlesi. But during these hard times, the people turned to God. So by the end of the seventh year, thousands of people had repented and been baptized and the Nephites were blessed and prospering again. Then the eighth year comes. Now, it's been less than three years since the war and less than two years since the lean time of food and the grieving after the war. And the people began to wax proud. That's all it took. Less than two years of being blessed, and they start to lose it. President Ezra Taft Benson said that pride is the gateway sin. It leads to all the other ones, which makes sense. Think about this. The greatest commandments are to love God and love your fellow men. All the other ones hang on these two. If pride is enmity toward God and your fellow man, the opposite of the first two commandments, like President Benson taught, then pride will lead toward breaking all the other commandments. So I did some research on pride and looked for characteristics or actions of people who have become proud, as in scripturally proud, not like proud of your family or stuff like that, but the scripture version of proud. And this is what pride looks like. Prideful people cannot handle other people telling them that they are wrong. They are not nice to people who are different than them or think different than them. They put down the miracles of God. In other words, they don't have faith. They are focused on riches or worldly status of some kind. They do not help people who need help. And they boast of their own wisdom, strength, or amazingness, or righteousness, or whatever they can think of to boast about. So that's quite the list. And that's just the beginning. President Uchtdorf said, Every mortal has at least a casual, if not intimate, relationship with the sin of pride. No one has avoided it. Few have overcome it. Pride is the universal sin. If none of us has avoided it, 
then we all struggle with it. So likening this to me, I began pondering how I give in to pride. It was really hard for me to come up with things, not because they aren't there, but because the circumstances are so varied and so many in when it shows up. Then I realized that the sin of pride is a little different than some other sins. For example, prayer. You either pray or you don't. You either steal or you don't. But you can't be just prideful or not. You are either prideful or meek and humble. There is no neutral ground with pride and meekness. We're either prideful or humble and meek. So to combat pride and repent and change, we can't just stop the pride. We have to replace it with something. Meekness and humility have to take its place. I decided that it would probably be easier then for me to change my prideful ways if I focus on acting with humility instead of focusing on trying not to act with pride. Pride has to be replaced. It can't just disappear like stealing or not. Meekness has to take its place. Now back to the story. Alma sees the people heading down this path and he wants to stop it. So he gives up the judgment seat so he can spend all of his time preaching. And he's eventually able to establish some order again in the church. And then the cycle starts all over again. The Nephites repent. They're blessed. They start to get prideful, maybe a little more wicked. And then something happens to humble them again. No one has avoided it. Few have overcome it. So don't get discouraged if pride keeps getting in your way. Learn to recognize the signs and then repent and move out of it as fast as you can. Focus on being humble and meek. Elder David A. Bednar said, Meekness is a defining attribute of the Redeemer and is distinguished by righteous responsiveness, willing submissiveness, and strong self-restraint. So it's not so much about trying to not be prideful. It's about being something else. It's about being strong, active, courageous, restrained, modest, gracious, not easily provoked, pretentious or overbearing, and readily acknowledging the accomplishments of others. It's meekness and humility. We eradicate being prideful by being something else entirely. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.